Hello and welcome to another episode of the 7th Chevron Podcast. I'm Ro. And I'm Rick. And today we're going to talk about episode... Is it four? Or is it... Uh, yeah, episode four. Yeah. The Broca Divide, or Broca Divide, released August 15th, 1997. Uh, it was actually... It's a pretty good episode, um, but yeah. definitely better Caveman than... Caveman Jack. Yeah, definitely better than Emancipation. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yes, Caveman Jack. That's pretty much the best way to sum up this episode. Um, you know, I yeah, last time I saw this episode was probably several months ago. Oh. Yeah, and uh, I have to say, like, comparing it to the episodes I'm watching now, I like... They, they got rid of something really annoying, and... One of the most annoying thing was like the Stargate screechy sound. Did you notice that? How really shrill it was. No, no I, I didn't. I know. I remember. I remember that when I first watched the episode. Like, whoa, my God, what's that noise? It's so. It's like you know, like nails on a chalkboard. Like every like the Stargate sequence where they have it, and it's really shrill. It's like really. It, it's painful for my ears, and I was like, man, this this is throwing me off. But I didn't notice it in the later episodes throughout the season. So. I think they realize like that's bad. Let's get rid of it, and I'm totally okay well, with that. Yeah, they they tone back a lot of the Stargate thing. You notice it doesn't spit people out so that they're rolling off of their feet and they're not all frozen anymore mm-hmm. either. Yeah, they're just like yeah, no big deal. I'm used to this. But yeah, they just sort of step on mm-hmm. out now. And this episode, it it really it just really just kept using the soundtrack for the movie like way too much egregiously. So it was just like, uh. but other than that, it was I think I thought it was enjoyable. So. Yeah, I liked it. Now, this the just a quick rundown, folks. This is in this episode. SG One is getting ready to go to Planet PX. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and but they sent a map through and it couldn't see anything, so they they can't figure out if it's just dark or whether the lights broke or what what happened to the map. So uh, they're going to send SG Three, which is a bunch of Marines, with them. Mm-hmm. And they get there and they're attacked by basically cavemen and. There's a, a, a rather a lovely little almost rape scene that, for some reason, Daniel Jackson seems they sh- to think they shouldn't stop. That I found very odd. Yeah, that was uh, that was uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, especially because the girl was so obviously not dressed the same as the cave people. So, you know, Jack and Sam are like, let's go stop this. And Daniel's like, no, 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 prime directive. <laughs> like, there's, no, there's no prime directive. He should have known that by now since the movie. There is no such thing as a prime directive in your universe. And then a bunch of people show up. And they're, they're still in this, we're going to have every planet be a separate ancient Earth civilization. And so some Minoans show up and uh, take think, think that uh, the SG-1 are, are gods. And uh, and so treat them accordingly. And of course, they're like, no, we're not gods. But uh, uh, there's a, a disease called the, the touched that you know pe- turns pe- their people into cave people. And uh, when they turn into cave people, they banish them to the dark side of the planet. Which I guess we have a tidally locked world where it's light on one side and dark on the other. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, they never really explained why one side's dark and one side's light. I, I would have liked to have known that. Um, well, I mean, there, it's it is a uh, a thing in astronomy. There are like Mer- well, yeah, like Mercury mm-hmm. and the Moon are both they're tidally locked, so that their their rotational period is the same as their orbit. So we only ever see one side of the Moon because the Moon orbits the Earth in 24 hours, and it also rotates around its axis in 24 hours. 
Ah. So so that's why we there is no dark side of the moon. There's a far side of the moon that we never see from Earth because the moon rotates at the same speed it, it orbits us. Uh, so you that that's certainly uh, plausible for a planet. Uh, but the Terminator, the the difference between the light and the dark side is not quite so severe as they showed it. Mm-hmm. That, and there also would not be forests on the dark yeah, side. Yeah, I was like, how is there a forest? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, if that's the case, then there's no, thing, there's no photosynthesis happening there, so how are those trees all there? Yeah, yeah, they, they, they don't always think the science through <laughs> on this show. <laughs> yeah, I just thought about that. I was like, wait a minute. Okay, that makes sense. So, yeah, yeah um... So, of course, this disease gets taken back to the SGC, and everybody's getting sick and turning into cave people, and we have some amusing scenes and some disturbing scenes, and and then at the end, in classic uh, science fiction television tradition, at around minute 39, they find the cure, and everybody's all better by the end of the show. Exactly. Yeah, it's your basic show, but like episode, but yeah, I think it was very amusing seeing... Um Captain Carter basically just throwing her herself all over uh, Jack. Yeah. Colonel Jack. Yeah. He's like, oh, like, what you, like, hey, what are you doing? Like, oh, you know, and just because basically have a doctor when we first, this is the first time we see the doctor, doctor. Yes. My, one of my all time favorite SG characters, yeah, Dr. Frazier. Dr. Frazier. She looks so young. It's amazing. Yeah. She basically explains that, you know, in when like cave women, they basically hook themselves to like the, the man who seems to have like the most worthy to be had like the most wor- like worthy offspring with or like the strongest and so I was like oh that's kind of funny so you obviously see that there's a there's an attraction between um Sam between Sam and Jack yeah so that's like the first time we see it so eventually I'm gonna assume this is gonna happen down the road I am not there yet but we'll see um yeah I'm not gonna answer that okay <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's that. That is the the great UST for for Stargate is the will they or won't they? Uh, that's true. Like <laughs> that whole, oh god! Like I would have, you know, I'm actually okay with that now. I'm not like watching this on a week by week basis. I'm like watching this however I want to watch it. But I really hated that with TV shows like you'd watch on a weekly basis, the unrequited love, or like when are they going to hook up and. That that's that stuff. I'm I'm over that because like you know. Netflix spoils me, so it's just like I better see it now. I, I need to be, I need to be satisfied now. So yeah, well, if it if it helps, uh, it would be wildly inappropriate for Jack and Sam to have any sort of romantic relationship uh, because he's her superior. That's officer. very true. Yeah, I thought about that. Like, wait a minute, it's conflict of interest and things like that. You can't do that. It's yeah. I mean, it's it's not like Scully and Mulder where there is really no practical reason why they couldn't they just didn't mm-hmm. until they did and then it ruined everything um, <laughs> oh sorry spoiler <laughs> man that brings me back <laughs> totally brings me back um, what, else, what else happened in this episode that was interesting well we had the we had them dealing with seeing a civilization that is very enlightened but exiling their people as soon as they get sick um we have the the uh, the uh, Doctor Fraser trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, we have Teal'c beating the crap out of two hugely muscled guards, just to get some blood. Because like just they, to get some blood, they, and <laughs> yeah. we see, and then we eventually also see um, Doctor Daniel Jackson. He actually gets taken, kidnapped by the cavemen, and he actually eventually becomes the caveman himself, mm-hmm. which is quite amusing. 
but yeah, yeah just seen him gnawing on raw bones while uh, keeping his arm around the girl who's the daughter of the grand poobah of the minoans yeah so they, and we basically see like they we have the the doctor dr fraser finally realizes it's the it's the histamine levels is what's causing this and we can cure it i'm like huh okay that makes sense i guess it seemed kind of i don't know just wasn't the greatest of mysteries solved but it yeah it was you know it was space flu yeah and uh and it turns people into neanderthals for some reason that was the only thing that the whole brow ridge thing and uh the, the whole explanation was that this virus would suppress all the higher functions of the brain and leave only the primitive ones and uh she finally they were finally able to communicate with jack because they were kept giving him uh uh sedatives mm-hmm. and they were suppressing the suppression or something i don't know <laughs> but i i have to give uh richard dean anderson props for his performance yes yeah actually his performance was quite good cause, like you can see him trying to fight this from ha- his change and he was just like just give me all the sedatives test me i'll be your test dummy and he you know doesn't want you know he wants to save everyone so just trying and like you know if anything down the road we're gonna actually see this um we're actually gonna be revisiting this planet down the road in a few more mm-hmm. later on this season i will or actually just i don't know if we're visiting the planet or this planet the guy from the main guy from the planet is he the leader he's gonna we're gonna he's gonna be we're gonna re- see him again in the series yeah the 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 planet i i forget if it had a name or not um it, it will it will be mentioned and brought up again. I don't know if we actually go back there, but it, it's kind of like oh here. It, well, okay. the 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 main reason they went there that's the, we kind of skipped over that. Oh yeah, <laughs> is that they in, <laughs> now I don't know how they. Did, oh, that's right. They had all the refugees. They four of the refugees from the Abydos uh, evacuation said they saw the sequence that the Gwawold punched in when they when they escaped. And uh, so in uh, something I. <laughs> This, this bit of logic escaped me because it's like, okay, we now have the address of the place the gold think is safer than where they were, and we want you to go there. Hmm. Yeah. Which made no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, like, and like only in small teams. Like, were they really ready with a small cavalcade of people? I mean, I could, I could understand Hammond thinking this was a good idea. I could even see Jack going, yeah, let's go get him. Teal'c... <laughs> should have said um beaming into a gold stronghold isn't the best idea <laughs> not with six people maybe 600 <laughs> but, but whatever you know it it's it it they it ended up being no gold there at all and they decided that probably the gold just got there and then immediately dialed someplace else and, and bugged out just to hide their tracks yeah so like yeah we don't know like and like it was like four symbols or something. I don't know. Just yeah, it like it just seems like so weird that they're trying to like go after the figure out where the gold were. But it's like a, a, another basic episode. Like I, it didn't wow me or anything, but it was just something that was there. It was. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like like I said, like one of the better episodes, which will be happening in a few more episodes down the road. So yeah, this kind of falls into the same trap as uh uh well again and you you haven't watched a whole lot of star trek but uh both the original series and the next generation in their first season had episodes where the entire crew of the ship came down with an illness that that essentially they were drunk and they were behaving very out of character 
but because we aren't really familiar with their characters yet, watching them behave out of character isn't all that uh, exciting or moving or impactful. And I think that might be what this episode suffers from, too. Although they did sort of dodge that bullet by not having by just having them all turn into animals, essentially. Uh, so the only real out of character stuff we we get to see is Sam essentially, you know, <laughs> sexually assaulting Jack. Yeah. Um, I mean, which was more funny than anything else. Yeah, it was more funny because like with like the comments like at the end of the episode. Oh, that, that was brilliant. Yes. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, Sam gets, during the, during the course of the episode, off screen, Sam gets knifed by her roommate. And so after everybody's all back to normal and, and Sam's like, oh, I'm so sorry, uh, you know, Colonel, I didn't know what I was doing. And, and he pretends he doesn't remember any of it. And he says, how, how, how's the wound? And she's like, what are you talking about? I guess, well, you got stabbed in the stomach, right? She's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's nothing. He goes, oh, that's good. Because if that, you know, scar didn't heal up, you'd never wear that hot little tank top again. <laughs> Yeah, that's just, that was silly. But um, I'll, there's also a good joke between Tilk and Colonel O'Neill with the uh, Lucy reference. Because, <laughs> like, basically, um, yeah. he's like, well, basically, after they give him a quick, the doctor, Dr. Frazier gives him a, a, the, te- the test to see if he, like, the histamine stuff to cure him, he's, like, banging on the door, and Tilk's like, Colonel O'Neill, and he's like, and then O'Neill's, like, uh, imitating Desi Arnaz, like, Lucy, I'm home! And Tilk's like, I am not Lucy. <laughs> and he's like, I know it's a reference on t- old TV, never mind, open the door. I also, I will, and then Tilk's like, I'll summon the doctor. And O'Neill's like, no, come on, I'm fine. I'm back to being myself, just open up. And Tilk's like, I cannot be certain you are, you are back to being yourself. You referred to me as Lucy. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely the wharf of this series. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and you, like, you know, the humor definitely goes past him. But at the same time, it's like you're referencing things that he would never understand. So, of course, it's going to go over his head. Yeah, they, they, they play the teal fish out of water card fairly frequently and usually pretty well. Uh, you know, in later seasons, teal starts giving it back to them. Mm-hmm. But uh, for for a while, it's going to be you know, hey, let's let's screw with the guy who doesn't know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So I, other than that, I mean, just hmm, I don't think there's like anything we that's revealed later on that we were like, oh, it comes back to that. Just a planet with a with a caveman virus. They get over the virus, and they're on to the next planet. But I don't even think later on they're going to talk about trying to find where. Apophis and the Gould went. I don't recall that at all, especially when. Yeah, no. They, in fact, when I watched, you know, this was the first time I'd seen this episode in many years. Um, when I heard them say, you know, when they when they were talking about this is where we think the Gould went, so let's go get them, and that never happens again. And they, you know, it it. I think this may be the only time they did that. Um, now there is one thing that happened at the beginning of the episode that was yeah, you know, it was a little kind of classic sitcom trope of arguing, arguing, arguing about something and the guy you're arguing with says, yes, I know you, you're you right and you keep arguing and then stop and go, wait, what? Because uh, when they first got to the planet and they saw that, that you know, these cave people and and then the, uh, the, the, the Minoans show up and they realize that the gold aren't there, Jack's like, all right, we're done, let's go. And Daniel and Sam are like, no, we need to study this planet. And yeah. Jack's like, that's not on the mission. Oh, that's right. This, this is the cool part. Yeah. 
and uh, and so they go back, and that's when they bring the disease back to the SGC. Mm-hmm. And we do have that kill anybody that tries to leave the base moment, where, mm-hmm. where it's like we can't let this plague out on Earth. That that gets a little heavy. But during the briefing, Daniel's like keeps interrupting Hammond and saying, "No, we need to start studying these places, and we can't just go there and leave. And we've got to study." And and finally, Hammond's like, "You're right." You win. The president agrees. Yeah, I was Daniel. like, this is why. I was like, this is why a cool president of SG One is a cool president. I want him as a president. Who is this guy? I'd vote for him. But yeah, that's. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's right. We have like. I really. I remember mentioning this in a previous episode where, like, this president, totally cool, totally about exploring, totally about trying to see what's out there, and you know, be somewhat peaceful. So yeah, I'm definitely down with this president. And so, but yeah, it was funny how Doctor Doctor Jackson was like just kept trying to argue when he was like dude you already won stop stop arguing it's all it's all good yeah and and this is where we see that hammond is really a good guy because he he knows that he's got the answer daniel wants but he just sort of sits back and says all right keep going <laughs> wear yourself out yeah, and when you finally for- get tired i'll tell you go for it i like hammond i really do he, he's the kind of the 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 loyalty that his character engenders in his in his subordinates is really earned. They they really wrote the character well. He's the kind of commander that you would go and you know go to the ends of the universe for. Mm-hmm. And when he does put his foot down, you listen. Yeah, like that. He is like yeah. Don Davis does a very good job. And yeah, there's other episodes where he totally kicks butt and is pretty cool. Can't. Mm-hmm. But no, other than that. Is there anything else to say about this episode? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You know, I I keep worrying because like our our last episode. Uh, I haven't edited it yet, but yeah. it's going to clock in around half an hour. Yeah, this, uh, this one's not even. This one, not even this one may not. There is there is one thing we do need to co- do need to do because I suck and Nan. I apologize so much because I didn't even realize I'd done this when we recorded our last episode. She sent us an email about Children of the Gods that she did what I told everyone to do, which was email me at the Starbase email, and then I forgot to check it. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so uh, let me bring that up oh, right yeah. quick. And uh, Nan, Nan is, Nan Bailey is, she has been a, a Starbase fan forever, and she is just one of those wonderful people who never forgets us on a holiday, always sends the whole crew an e-card or something. Oh, that's um, so sweet. And yeah, and she's awesome. Okay, from Nan Bailey to us says hi great job i'm enjoying your discussions of the episodes uh rick if it helps further with your concern about teal's defection if you remember i was saying that it, it really didn't seem terribly motivated mm-hmm. when when teal said all right jack you're cool well, i'll go with you i'll just throw everything my entire life has been about out the window and and uh, she says i watched closely this time because it has concerned me in the past it's subtle but you can see him assessing the weaponry and fighting skills of the humans in the gate room and then recognizing the weapons on abydos so he is inclined to believe that humans can help even before he meets jack and learns where they're from Uh, Last night I watched the DVD of the pilot and the director's cut. As a party, I guess is the director? Who who the director is of the Children of the Gods? I guess, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I can look it up real quick. Just give me a second. Sure. Okay, the director is Mario Azopardi. Yep, okay. Uh, She says, Azopardi objected to the nude scene, so he created his own version, but those scenes aren't the only things he changed. For anyone who's interested, it's intriguing to see what he changed, and I'm going to be wondering why about some of them for a while. Unfortunately, he cut Sam's reproductive organs line in such a way that Jack's I don't object to the woman, but the scientist line seems to come out of left field. Uh, Looking forward to more. That would really have bumped 
bummed me out because, you know, the whole just because my reproductive organs are in the inside and not the outside doesn't mean I'm any less capable is, you know, that's one of the best lines Sam ever got. That's very true. So I wonder why he would cut that. that Mongo would not know. Yeah, I don't understand that, but that's a good email, though. That was like, obviously she's doing a little bit more research than maybe we are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Although, you know, I did I did try to find some, some trivia about the Broca Divide, and there just isn't any. I mean, was just... there's something cool, at least, because I never even knew what the, the Broca Divide is an actual thing. And, well, yeah. And I actually get to look this up down the road when I'm really... I, I actually kind of, look, kind of look that up, see what it's all about. And there's an actual guy named Pierre Paul Broca, who is, you know, a physician, surgeonist, anatomist, and anthropologist. Ah. Yeah. Well, that's what the wiki says. So it's kind of cool <laughs> that they're, you know, basing it off of real stuff in history. Now, I, I know they explained it in the episode, but I kind of, I, I, I was pretty tired last night when I was watching it. What is the Broken Divide? Um, that's a good question. Hold on. Let me look that up real quick. <laughs> I, let me see. It's like, I think it's like, you know, just like a, like different in ages, you know, because they talked about like the because like the Minoan age was like the Bronze Age and but let me let me see if they later on explain this. Hmm. No, it mostly talks about other things. Hmm. Yeah, they don't really talk about the sci- that that part of it. But now I can't remember. I actually just watched this episode too. I was just like, but I think it's between the different different ages. You know, you have the Bronze Age and the, the other ages. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not as as eloquent or knowing of the history, so I do apologize. I'm sorry for sounding very stupid. Let me, let me uh, see. Hang on, let's see. Uh, he is best known for his research on Broca's area, a region of the frontal lobe that has been named after him. Uh, it's involved with articulated language. Well, never mind. <laughs> Folks, if you really want to know what it is, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I should I should probably look into more of this. It sounded cool. I, I I know Daniel's mentioned it as, as, as that I think it's it's the difference between having language and not having language yeah and and where that that development came from okay that makes more sense with the whole brain and things like that yeah sounds good doesn't it, it does sound good <laughs> oh wait is there a broken divide straight on the, from the straight dope message boards you ever uh, straight dope is a great great website oh no I haven't heard of that. Um. Uh. Oh, that's he even quotes. Uh, quotes yeah. Okay. So, Stargate episode. Yeah. People are on the dark side, are pre-stone age, but the people on the light side are clearly from the bronze age. So what better opportunity to study the broken device? See, it was ages. See, the the show taught me ages, different in ages. Mm-hmm. He founded modern craniometry to study craniums and brains and to compare the divide in intelligence between early species of mankind. Uh. So actually, I did hear him say that, and it doesn't explain anything. <laughs> so, it's just kind of kind of uh, techno babble. Yeah, stuff that they kind of made up based upon something that seems legit. Anyway, so don't look for the Broca's di- Broca divide because it's only an episode of Stargate. Yeah. Um, so I can't really think of anything else to say about this no. one. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot. Of- uh, you, you get to see another world. The actors being behaving silly, and uh, you get to see Sam in a, in a half shirt, which picky though it may sound, she looks really good. So. <laughs> no, that's that's eye candy. You know. Um, yeah. If they were, you know, I think Doc Daniel Jackson is, he's pretty cute for the nerdy thing. And, you know, if they showed him with some physique, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of nice. Pleasing oh, to the eyes. You, you, you will get your wish. Yes! <laughs> I might have seen it already, but I don't remember. If I'm not, I'm, I'm excited. 
there, I don't I don't know if it's this season, but there there are I recall going, whoa, you know, he's pretty buff for a scientist. <laughs> and you're like, he's an actor. <laughs> so, so this is what he's a scientist. Is, well, I'm sorry, he's a scientist. Come on now. Yeah, but, but Michael Shanks is. You know, anyway. I know. Um, but yeah, uh, this this was a fun episode, and and yeah, even though even though Sam gets a little gets a little uh, cave woman sexy time going on there, I don't think it was exploitive at all. No, uh, this is just you know that was just explaining that those women back in the day they were basically going after the most the male that seems to be the most dominant that could produce uh, do- like good offspring. Yeah, and and you certainly can't accuse her of being victimized at that point either. In fact, mm-hmm. it was. Poor Jack, who walked away with more bruises. Yes. Um, oh, we forgot. So, yeah. No, I was like, yeah, we told, almost forgot the part where Doc. Did we talk about Doctor? No, Colonel Jack O'Neill kicking the crap out of Doctor Jackson. Oh yeah, he just beats the shit out of him. <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, I don't, I don't think that's we've seen such violence, like between the two. Like, well, we probably won't ever again. But I was like, damn, that's. I'm like, why are you gonna beat up well, a nerd, man? That's not cool. Well, well, this was, you know, this was when, when they didn't realize everyone was getting sick. They knew that uh, Daniel didn't know what happened with Sam. Mm-hmm. So he sat, he's standing there talking to Jack and, and says, you know, oh, I hear, heard Sam's not doing all, too well. And Jack's like, yeah, she, she, got the, she got the sickness. And Daniel says, well, maybe I should go see her. And Jack says, why? Well, because I'm her friend. And then Jack gets all, you stay away from her. She's mine. And then Daniel's like, I think we should go to go to the, the infirmary. And then Jack just wails on. I, I was surprised at the at the ferocity of it, because, you know, usually if you have something like that happening, happening in a show, it's like one punch and you stay away from her. And he just mm-hmm. pounds him. Yeah, just like <laughs> such jealousy. And it's like, OK, I, I don't think the viewers need that kind of kind of, you know, fighting for love sort of thing just yet. That's a little bit too much. Yeah. Yeah, although it was you know it was it was uh, explained showing just how how crazy the the illness made made people right away. Oh yeah, but, very uh, much. They, it was a very fast change, if anything. It progressed quite quite expeditiously. Yeah, but this this was another episode that while it didn't feel like they spread the story too thin, there just really isn't a whole lot to talk about because it's just everybody gets sick, everybody acts goofy, and then everybody's better. Uh, you know, it's very much in in the in the uh, in the vein of of uh, you know the Star Trek episodes where there's a horrible plague that nobody's been able to solve for thousands of years, but then the Enterprise Doctor fixes it in 40 minutes. You know, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of standard TV sci-fi drama stuff, but they do it well yeah, and they, it's enjoyable. It is enjoyable. Can't complain. So next time, uh, we talk about the, the is it the First Commandment? Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, it's called the First Commandment. The First Commandment. Yep. Okay, and uh, I don't remember what that is, so yay! <laughs> It'll be another uh, another revelation. You know, a lot of these. Once I get into it, I'm like, oh yeah, it's when everyone turns into cave people. Yeah. Or oh, this one. Oh, okay. you know. So we'll, we'll see what it is. It's fun. It's, it's obviously I'm... religious. <laughs> if you couldn't tell by the t- by the title, so. Yeah, that's a and that's a th- uh, something we will deal with. Over, well, a spe- well, of course we'll deal with this over and over again because the the chief antagonists have set themselves out to be gods to their to their slaves. So mm-hmm. religion is unavoidable unavoidable in this show. Of course, and that's that's fine. Yeah. So what else is unavoidable is enjoying the things that are at simplysyndicated.com as well as this show. Absolutely. Uh, thing- 
things like the monumental Atomic Trivia War 9000 that uh, I just finished listening to an episode today. Oh, cool. Which episode was uh, that? I don't even know. Where are we at? You know, I'm I'm not sure. <laughs> did you all just do a Star Wars one? Yes, we did. Okay, because okay, I, you know, my my main computer is dead, and so uh, on my on my laptop here, my work laptop, I have iTunes, but I don't keep my subscriptions up to date because I don't want to fill this up with with podcasts. That's what my home computer is for. Mm-hmm. But since I couldn't use my home computer, I turned on the, the subscription. And, of course, the thing just started downloading months' worth of, of backed-up podcasts. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we just did Star Wars because of us, cause of Star Wars Day yesterday. Okay. I, I thought so, but, I you know, I wasn't sure because I started listening to another podcast. I was like, wait a minute. This is from last year. Why? <laughs> um, but we also just and, just released our bunker talk between me and Jason for um, Age of Ultron. So that, which I can't wait to listen to. It's an hour and a half, man. We talked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you like the movie? Yes, it, it had okay. it had its flaws, but I still enjoyed it, and I, I enjoyed it so much that I actually, over the last since this weekend, I've been watching the entire Marvel Universe movies except for the Hulk. I, I'll I'll eventually rewatch that one, but I've watched all of them, all the Iron Mans, Captain America, Thor's, and Guardians of the Galaxy, just to have it all like be refreshed with it. So. Yeah, I don't think there's any need to revisit the Hulk because you know it's a it's a, a two word synopsis: mm-hmm. Hulk smash. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, besides, I'd, Ruffalo wasn't in either. Was wasn't in that one? No, was it, it was that was, um, that was Banna, right? No, well, Banna was in the Ang Lee version, and then oh, the later right. version, it was Edward Norton. Norton, that's right. Yeah, uh, but R- Ruffalo is the best Hulk, it's, hands down. He was very good. Also, very enjoyable in Age of Ultron. Yeah. I I really liked it. I, you know, yeah, it had its flaws. Um, Mm -hmm. Not not that we're going to go in. Yeah, but definitely listen listen to it. Comment. Let us know because we like to see what people think about our 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 take on it. Yeah, it's good time. So go to go to simplysyndicated.com. There are a ton of shows there uh, that will fit into your podcast player of choice very well there's something there for everybody and i strongly urge you to check it out so well thank you so much for another very fun show thank you it's been great and and folks we will see you guys on the other side of the gate really soon Mm -hmm. bye-bye bye-bye